Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Going to ask a question, and it's a one-word question. Why? Why does this happen? Why is it, why do you keep attracting the same people? Why do we attract the same things that don't serve us? Why do we enter into jobs that isn't really working for us? Why is that happening? We're going to look a little deeper into that, and she can definitely help us out with that. She is somebody who has helped a lot of people, especially in this area. We skimmed this before, but we never went deep into it. And she's with Phoenix Coaching, Michelle G. Coach Michelle G is with us. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? I'm wonderful. You're like one word question. I was like, what's the question? I'm like, why? Right. Got it. Good question. Okay. Why? Why is this Why is this <laughs> happening? Why do you leave one? And I don't mean anybody personally, but in general, yeah. why do we leave one relationship and then look to enter another one? But it's sort of like the one you just left. And why did this other one show up that's like that and the others and the others and the others? Well, why? <laughs> well, yeah. I guess the I answer the answer is a one one word answer. You, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> I was like because no, um, yeah, <laughs> right, simple, simple. It's you. All right, conversation done. <laughs> yeah, right. we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I love it because a lot of people, especially with relationships, they're like, "Why do I keep attracting the same person?" Why do I keep attracting men like this? Why do I keep attracting women who take advantage of me? Whatever it is. And usually the why doesn't come from things that we want. Mm -hmm. It's not like, why do I keep attracting men who just love me and follow me? Like, whatever. Um, but I love this kind of pattern because it can happen in anywhere in your life. What does happen everywhere in your life, not just relationships, but I feel like most mm -hmm. people can relate. Um, and it's basically because you're still bringing you. And you are the common denominator in all of it. So if you're like, why do I keep attracting these people? Well, those people aren't necessarily the same person. They have the same qualities, maybe. They treat you the same way. But the only true common denominator is you, the person. Yeah. And while some people might be like, okay, I get that. It's not necessarily as simple as that. <laughs> and I understand. I get it. Um, but you're bringing everything from your past with you. You're bringing all of your limiting beliefs. You're bringing all of your triggers, all of your trauma, all of everything, any conversation you've had in the past that has had any emotional connection with you. You're bringing that with you until you acknowledge it, you heal it, you work through it, whatever it is. And you might not even know it's happening. I'm sure you don't know what's happening. Maybe you're aware of parts of it, but not yeah. all of it. So my friend had this conversation with him and he says, I just attract women that have anxiety. Now, anxiety is big right now. I get it. Um, yeah. But it seems to be everybody that he, every woman that, you know, whether it's on a dating site or whatever, mm -hmm. has lots of anxiety where he mm -hmm. has to work with them or help them along with it. Mm -hmm. Or it just like some significant, he said one woman and he knew it from the beginning but didn't know it was this uh detailed that she right. is on like nine different meds and okay. there's nothing wrong with that but yeah he keeps finding the same people they all have right. the same he doesn't appear to be anxious but maybe there's something going on i'm not aware of right and, and it can be it's not necessarily that direct of a correlation um so an example for me in my past, I would keep attracting men 
who basically I wanted to fix or who I thought needed to be fixed or saved. Not consciously, of course. I'm not like, you look like a problem. I'm going to be attracted to you. Um, But it was always somebody with like either depression or low self-esteem or they need, I had one person tell me that they were attracted to me because they wanted to be around my energy because they thought it would lift them up. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, thanks for the compliment, but also, um, so that was kind of like the energy I was putting out. And over years, I kind of realized that I felt needed in that respect. So when I found somebody who had like something that needed to be fixed, and let me tell you, nobody needs to be fixed, but this is what my subconscious was telling me. Um, I felt like I, was there for a reason that I could serve a purpose that they needed me. And that's what I brought to that relationship, small dating experience, whatever it was. Um, But deep down, it's because I wanted to be needed. And so your friend who keeps attracting someone with anxiety, maybe it's because they subconsciously believe that maybe they're not worthy and look, somebody needs me. Or they want someone to rely on them mm-hmm. or what, like, I don't know. I got I you. Know, I, but, I totally yeah. got it. And that's how the conversation started because I could relate to it. Cause what mm-hmm. you're saying is I've dealt with that and yeah. do and still do sometimes, but yeah. I will, I will say straight out that I don't want to fix anybody. I'm done. I, I, I yeah. don't want to do this anymore. It just, right. yeah. But somehow, and, and I, the one thing is interesting is the proof that energy travels and knows no yeah. time or space is that you can even attract those people through a dating app. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without even having a conversation, they just show up for the party and you don't know yeah. until you start talking and learning. And it's like, Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. Exactly. And then once you start noticing the pattern, like your friend has now recognized that these are the women he's attracting going forward, it might also hinder him. Because now he's like, his brain is searching for that kind of person because now he's like, well, this is the person I attract. But he, and so, he's not searching for that. He's like, yeah. I know, I know <laughs> he's like, not, I know he's not. And that's but, where, that's where it started between he and I, where uh, like we had similar, similar stories. And that's mm-hmm. why we got into that. Um, yeah. Cause I've experienced it, you know, that what, just what you said was almost, and we've done this before where it's like, like, you know, carbon copy is like, yeah, I got that. (laughs) Yeah. uh Uh-huh. And it's not that you want to fix that person. They just show up. So I don't, I don't know either what I'm doing or he's doing to bring that to the, to them or me. Yeah. And it goes with any patterns in your life. Like, why am I not achieving my goals? Why am I not bringing in the income I want? I always stop here. Why am I not feeling fulfilled? Whatever it is, turn inward. And really get that like internal reflection of like, okay, what's going on? And I'm just, I do this all the time because if something's not going, how I was like, you know what? This is where I want to be. Why aren't I there yet? I'm like, okay, well, why could I be holding myself back? What could be the story that's running through my mind? Because mm-hmm. usually we can figure even a possibility out. Might not be the truth, but it gets us somewhere. Um, but it always comes from us. And it always comes from our stories. It comes from our beliefs. It comes from our past. And it could even be from your parents, but you just don't recognize it. Like maybe they dated 
somebody, like if you grew up with a single parent who was dating, maybe they dated somebody that was anxious or dependent on them or something. And so just your brain processed it that like, oh, this is how, these are the kinds of people that I look for. Mm, I totally agree with you. And you, you have to take that time to look back to those relationships from your childhood mm-hmm. and just kind of really take that time. Like seriously take that quiet time. like, hmm, yeah. what was mom like? What was dad like? What were their relationships like? You know, who were they dating? Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. to, to figure it out. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. If right. you can't, that's something that you could help somebody out with. Of course. Yeah. I, what I do is ask questions. It gets you thinking and maybe in a different way that you've ever thought before, or maybe a question you've never even thought to ask yourself. And I'm really good at digging under. We might not get to the answer in like one session. We might never get to the answer, but we will get clarity Mm -hmm. because there's always many layers. So we can uncover a couple layers, but there's going to be infinite number because we don't even know. And depending on your beliefs and energy, it can go back to your ancestors. So you may never get those answers, which is okay. Right. But you will get clarity and some sort of direction. And then we can work together on just reshifting that, reframing it, being like, is this actually what you want? And if not, then who do you get to be to attract what you do want? Let's go hypothetical here. Let's say we're okay. talking about um, attracting people with anxiety. Yeah. So let's say somebody had a parent who was very anxious. Let's say their mom had a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Why would somebody attract people with anxiety? Is it because it's something familiar? It could be. Absolutely. It's, it could just be that they know how to handle somebody like that. It could be that they looked after their parents. So they know that they can work with somebody that has anxiety it could be that it's like as you said just familiar so that kind of person that kind of energy they know yep and so it's like any of us when you think of the person you want to be because we all have that next version of us otherwise you would be golden you'd be having all your dreams come true we'd be hunky-dory and i don't think anyone ever settles there's always a next level but when you think about that next level that highest level of you that you want to become what happens to you internally is it fear because you don't know that life which usually it is for me i'm just like oh but i don't know how to be that person i don't know how to be that successful and that's why we stay in what we know That's why we stay in our comfort zone, because we know how that feels. We know who we are in those situations, even if it's not situations you want to be in. It's a comfortable discomfort. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I've experienced it in relationships where way back in the day, I was with somebody who suffered abuse from a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm well aware of all of it. but. When it came to working on something, she would only feel comfortable if she was aggressive and loud, and that was her comfort zone. And I'm the complete yeah. opposite, low key, passive. We just, you know, we'll work it all out. It's going to be okay. And, and yeah, and that's where she felt comfortable in going yeah. back to that. And I, and, I figured that out. It's like, oh, okay, now yeah. I got it. 
And I love that you said that because for some people, for them to feel like they are being heard or they are being seen, they are loud because maybe they were abused and silenced right. and they don't know how to express themselves any other way besides screaming or yelling or being a big energy person, which is okay. And in the end, no matter how you show up, as you said, you're quiet, you're just like, go with the flow, whatever, no matter how you show up, just ask yourself, is this working for the life I want to create? It wasn't. And if it is, absolutely <laughs> go for it. And if it's not, then you get to reevaluate and be like, okay, so this isn't working. Now, what do I get to do? What do I get to be? Where do I get to go that yeah. will work towards the life I want? Absolutely. And we we were talking before we jumped in here uh, about your gut feeling in that relationship. Yeah. My gut told me right from the beginning, this is a bad idea. And yeah. all along the way, my gut would say, mm, every milestone, here's the house. Mm -hmm. Bad idea. Oh, okay, bad yeah. idea. Um, and I let that go for nine years. Why? Uh, child involved. And that was the best part. However, right. however, didn't have the courage to move on from that. You know, and right. it was, it was, and I was much younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I find like, that's why a lot of people are, <laughs> I, I want to say this gingerly and like, okay, but like, I feel like that's what people don't understand for people in abusive relationships is that there's a comfort, but also like a, I don't think I can leave. And you don't have to be in an abusive relationship to have that sort of thought. I sure. want to just put that out there. And if you are in one, you don't have to be there. It's okay. You'll figure it out. Um, but also it's just like, I don't know how I'm going to manage outside of this. Because it's all I ever knew. Because it's all I ever knew. And usually in an abusive relationship, a lot of times it's the male abusing the female. Mm -hmm. And it's emotionally, it's mentally. Yes, there's physical abuse. But what keeps people oftentimes is the mental, the emotional. It's often fear, but also one of those of like, well, you can't survive without me. And I've thankfully have never been in that situation. So people who are listening, are probably like, then how do you know? You've got no credibility. I get it. I haven't been in that situation, but also I have been through my own traumas. I have been through my own struggles when I didn't think I could survive outside of what I knew and where I was. Sure. And I didn't know how it was going to go, but you take that leap and you figure it out because you've survived so long in what you're doing, how you've been living, how your life has been going. And this is whether in a relationship or not, but like you've been living so many years in this life, you figured that out. So jump out of this or take a step out of it, reach out to somebody, be like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know where I'm going, but I know I don't want to be in this anymore. Yeah. Or yeah, I love what you just said. Take a step out of it. Just step back. You're still in yeah. it, but take, look at it from a different angle because what you're saying now in that, and I'm being transparent here in that relationship mm -hmm. That's probably emotional abuse. And I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't look at it that way. But when I think back to it toward the end, it was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there were, you know, situation scenarios, reoccurring things that it was like, that wasn't good. I mean, it, it should have ended way before, um, right. but you don't know it when you're in it. Yeah. Of, of course, as they say, hindsight, hindsight's 2020. Yeah. And when you, do get out of it. If you do get out of it, don't judge yourself for staying in it as long as you did. 
Yeah. Because you did what you knew best. You did what you thought best was at the time. It's okay. And <laughs> you might not have been strong enough to move on. And, and Exa- as, exactly. as time goes on, the person that I'm referring to got into another relationship and I was connected to that person uh, through somebody else. And okay. that, that somebody else told me, actually his brother told me, she's doing the same thing to him. Yeah. <laughs> like exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. And full circle, yeah. you're going to bring you no matter where you go. Absolutely. So unless, you fix, unless you fix you. I don't want to say you're broken, so you need to be fixed, but unless you, yeah. unless you, unless you recognize what's not working. Right. For you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you still, if you see the same patterns, don't ask, why is it them doing this? Ask, how am I doing this? How am I bringing this to my life? How do you make somebody realize that? (laughs) (laughs) That is a great question. And you can't really make anybody because they won't be ready to acknowledge it until they're ready. Yeah. Like you said, some people aren't strong enough until they are. Some people aren't ready to change until they are. And many times it's just people don't see, they're not feeling the price of being this way, of being in this kind of relationship, of being in this kind of job, because all of our choices have a consequence. All of our choices have a price to pay. And so you get to choose which price you're willing to pay and which one you're not. So it could be you're willing to be in any relationship or you're willing to do the work, look at yourself and recognize that this isn't what I want and to maybe be alone. I know there are some people out there who have always been in a relationship because they just don't know how to be on their own. And that's okay, but is it working for you? Hmm. And everything's a choice. Absolutely. Like literally everything, the Mm -hmm. the thing you're going to do in five seconds from now or 15 minutes from now, five hours, whatever, you're making a choice. You have a choice. So make those right choices. But so back to what you just said, being alone, you know, in between relationships, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. did you do that? Um. There won't, be a, there life, won't be a copay involved here, just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my like dating phase, not really. I was always kind of like looking for someone going on dates. Like in that part of my life, I wanted the outside validation that I was worthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so if I was by myself, I didn't believe I was worthy. So I was always looking outward, even if it was just conversations on dating sites, like just having that attention. I didn't want to give up. Um, but while I was in relationships, I did take time afterwards. Absolutely. Because I'm like, okay, I don't want to jump back in to anything. Um, like many people, I swore off dating for a bit. <laughs> I'm like, never going to date a guy again. Um, that didn't last. But, you know, yeah. it's just um, as I got older, I realized the benefits of it of really connecting with myself and be like, Mm -hmm. okay, I get to build a relationship with myself because if I don't have that, I'm not going to find happiness anywhere else. And it's a, it's a classic thing that everybody talks about that you have to love yourself, find yourself, date yourself. Yeah. Till you feel comfortable, like fully comfortable with yourself. Um, 
but sometimes it gets, bo- you know, can get boring too. So that's why, you know, you gravitate. It can, to, absolutely. You know, yeah. And just like any kind of dating, when you're dating yourself, you can make it as fun as you want. So take your out, yourself out to the movies, go get pampered, oh, go yeah. to the zoo, like whatever. Oh. Like you can make it as fun as you want, but also dating yourself can also just be spending time with friends. Mm-hmm. It can just be not in a romantic situation. So it doesn't mean you exactly. have to actually be just yourself. No, right, right. Yeah. But take the time to get to know you as you are now, because we're always changing. Even one month from now, you're going to be a different person than you are now. A hundred billion percent. And, yeah. and those dynamics, when you take yourself on a date, you know, hey, Steve, you want to go to that Super Bowl party? Yeah. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you show up and there's other people yeah. there and you you learn something within yourself because maybe you'll maybe you'll talk to somebody who's got a certain personality that yeah you never dealt with before, and it's kind of cool. All right, that's kind of fresh. It's funny yeah. though you you mentioned Michelle, you know, dating sites uh, and apps, um, and sometimes you just want that connection. Yeah, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I know right away from the texting or the messaging. Like, I, it, it you know it could be in two days go by right away. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right, I know what I'm dealing with. And and you shouldn't typecast like that, but it's just, you know. Yeah, typically you kind of know from the first couple messages, let's be honest. And like, I don't know the male experience on dating sites. It's the same. From my experience, it's a lot of just like me thinking, why did you think that was a great first message? (laughs) Well, then there's that. (laughs) And that, I mean, let's be honest, that is the hardest part. You know, breaking yeah. the ice and and I, was, I get it, but like when I say that, I don't mean I'm judging the quality of the message. I mean what they're actually saying, because sometimes it like it goes very sexual very fast, and I'm like, did you really? Did you even like just say hello first? Like, <laughs> and this is why guys get a bad rap. <laughs> I know it's not all guys, but again, at that time when I was on the sites and on the apps, that was what I was attracting because of what I was missing internally. Um, But sometimes, well, okay. So, and and your, your story is not unlike many I hear from women, but like we said before, you attract that energy right out of the gate. Like you don't even have to do anything. Excuse me. It just, it showed up. <laughs> like yeah. it, it was a like, it was right there. Anything. Yeah, exactly. But and that, it's because that's who I believed I was and what I was needing. Right. Subconsciously, not like I really want a creep to message me. Like, right, right. No, 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 no. no. But, but, <laughs> but, you know, safe to say wanted some kind of validation, attention, yeah. uh, maybe not, you know, going too sleazy like, right. way too fast, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh it, it's it's an interesting world, you know. That said, you know, absolutely, um, yeah, for sure. But I've always wondered about the the energy that you put out there, even with somebody you you haven't even met. Like you, you know, yeah, see a picture or whatever, and then you know you swipe or you click. Um, mm-hmm. So I and always honestly, wanted to get that. Like that I love it. I love that kind of stuff. I went to school for psychology. I love the way the human brain like brain works. Why we think the way we think. How we attract everything. Like I love it so much. And in my time of doing work on myself and my own growth and my own shifting, you will see that the people around you shift too. The people you bring in will be different quality Mm -hmm. because once you start respecting yourself fully, once you start 
working on those neg- uh, those limiting beliefs you have, those stories you have that have held you back, you're going to start noticing people interact with you differently. You come with a different kind of power, a different kind of confidence. Yeah. And even if it's on a dating site that you have never met the person before, you will still be attracting a different group of individuals. Interesting you say that because in my journey, I have a lot of recent friends, like even like I've known them a year and a half, known them six months. Yeah. No, and a lot of them I would trust with anything. You know, we yeah. just all form that bond. But if you went back to last summer and took a picture in my living room where we all got together and we all went to a concert, I'm near mm-hmm. a venue, um, you know, there was like 10 people in the, in the, in the picture, maybe 12. And now mm-hmm. if you look, where did almost half of them go? They went either yeah. one of them moved. So we factored that one out. Um, didn't leave on good terms though. And, and that was okay. surprising, but the others just not part of the rest of the group because yeah. we're all growing in a, in a certain direction. And those people, I guess, don't serve anymore. You know, it's just yeah. not a good fit. And it doesn't mean you're going to lose all your friends, but also, like you said, there's a group of you that are growing together. Mm-hmm. If the other people aren't willing to be at the same level or to at least accept you in your new level of life, then yeah, they're going to end up just filtering out, which is okay. And I know that a lot of times when you go through your own transformation, you go through your own growth, other people don't know how to relate to you at the new you you are. Right. And I know some people who go through this massive transformation, they're like, oh my gosh, like I'm a whole new me. And then they don't understand why their family interacts with them differently. Because they don't know how to, like, they don't know who you are. You served a purpose in their life as you were. Yep. And until they recognize what's going on, there might be a little bit of butting heads or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it can't go back to how it was in a like new growth level. Yeah. But there oftentimes is some resistance from the people closest to you because they don't know how to fit the new you into their life. Totally get it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I can even look at one example and I saw her over the weekend, first time in almost a year. This is somebody mm-hmm. that we've known each other two decades. We, you know, worked together, grew together, like all of that. Also friends with an ex. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel I went in a different direction and then she is in the same or different direction. And it was, it was, it was good catching up, but it just feels different. You know, and I don't, that's yeah. not like she's going to disappear, but it's yeah. just, it's just different than it ever was. And it's I just, um, like a realignment of your relationship. Yeah. But you know, what's yeah. interesting. I, I went down a more uh, deeper road in terms of metaphysical stuff and okay. everything that we're talking about. She was doing that too. She wanted to be a life coach and that was okay. great. And I encouraged her. I said, you, you can do this. You got it. Um, and she decided maybe not to, but that's fine. But we were both aligned in the same mentality, but now Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more so than she, and that's not why we, you know, kind of gravitated away. Uh, it just, it just happened that way, you know? So like, I I think it's so true when you hear that, um, cliche here for a reason here for a season, Mm. it really is when you think about it, you know, people are in your life, they may be here for a reason, a purpose and the other way around. Uh, but then others will be there forever because they're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. As we started talking before all of this, we had no idea what we were going to talk about. (laughs) 
<laughs> I told you we'd be fine. I it's know. okay. <laughs> and, and we're out of time. Um, you definitely know how to unpack what I call somebody's emotional backpack. You know, we're all yeah. carrying it. Sometimes that thing gets really heavy. Sometimes you got to unzip and take that stuff out. And you're great at taking that stuff out. Even just what we were talking about today. It's like, uh, I learn more and more every time I talk to you. Um, Thank you. It's super cool. So um, share your website with everybody. Yeah. So you can find me at phoenixcoaching.org. There's also a little chat bubble. So you can send me a message through that too, if you want direct communication. Yeah. If any of this resonated with with anybody, um, this is life. This is how it works. This is what you go through. And if there's anything that's whole, why is it holding you back? Even if it's your job, even if it's a work relationship, whatever it is, you probably got stuff going on. You're bringing it on and don't even know you're doing it. So reach out to Michelle and talk about it and, and kind of figure it out. Um, yeah. I look forward every time we talk. Me too. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> Uh, and it's so funny, you know, in terms of what we talk about energy, I feel your energy and you're, I don't know, like 2000 miles away. Yeah. Something like, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. look forward next time we get a chance to get together. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers. Day-to-day simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me. What scares me the most is just the falling. When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's, it's crucial. Home for Our Troops is a wonderful nonprofit that builds a mortgage-free, fully adaptive, handicap-accessible house, and there's no catch. It'll be our very first home that we've ever owned. This is a game-changer. This is where your life begins again. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. Because of you, everything's going to be okay. Okay. 